I want to talk a little bit this morning about um, about pruning. And uh, I did want to mention the the decor. That ladder is uh, kind of special. I don't know if because it's a uh, it's a new that's Jacob's ladder, and I wanted. It, yeah, yeah, and um, somebody cut it off. I think, yeah, I think it was supposed to go a little farther. But how many have ever sung the song, We Are Climbing Jacob's Ladder? How many know that that is bogus? <laughs> Who was climbing up and down Jacob's Ladder? Yes! I just want to make sure you all had that. Um, but I thought of that when I came in. I thought, you know what? That's a good, good illustration. Pruning, I want to talk about, well, I'm not going to tell you the title yet. Have you ever noticed the growing number of vineyards growing? Yeah. The growing number of vineyards growing. That was supposed to be a joke. Well, there's, there's a reason. There, uh, uh, wine has become much more popular. I, I have a daughter wine snob uh, who, <laughs> who's very particular about her wines, and uh, it's an interesting thing. But I, I, I can't help but notice how perfect all those trellises are. I mean, it's amazing. I mean, there is a lot of care taken for, for getting these grapes, you know, because all the different grapes have different tastes and they do differently and all that. <clears throat> and... Uh, Anyway, I'm amazed at how perfect the vines are on the trellis. That doesn't just happen, by the way. They don't just naturally, like, grow this way. Those grapevines are trained. Trained. You could, I'm going I'm to do a, a, a Texas thing. Say it with me. Trained. 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 Yeah, trained. <laughs> yes. One of the main methods of training is called pruning. Pruning. It's basically cutting off the branches that are going the wrong way. I want to say that again. It's basically cutting off the branches that are going the wrong way. It's not because the vine dresser, that's the person who, who takes care of the vines. Doug, you could probably tell us a lot about this. It's not that he hates the vines. Right? He or she is not mad at them. The ultimate purpose is that the grapevines grow healthier and bear more and better fruit. More and better fruit. The ultimate purpose is that the grapevines grow and grow well. And so it's not that the vine dresser is punishing the vines. You know, he's not mad at the vines. He's not trying to get back at the vines. He's training them for good. And so it is with our heavenly vine dresser. I don't know. How you, what you experienced growing up and how you sensed that when Jesus talked about 
vines and talked about branches and talked about fruit and talked about non-producing trees and producing and, and what are the and perhaps you even heard someone speak on the fact that if you're not doing right, God's going to cut you off. And maybe the person teaching or sharing or preaching or what didn't mean that at all. But maybe that's the way it landed on you. But I just want to clear up that one little thing this morning. That that's not the truth. That our Heavenly Father, just like we sang, loves us. And His whole purpose of cutting something away... Or trimming something away is to take something that's not fruitful, that's not good, that's not healthy, that's going the wrong way, that's choosing the wrong path. And instead, training the good in the direction that's going to make it better. And so with us, as believers in Christ, and I'm getting ahead of myself. If anyone is a believer in Jesus, are you with me? If anyone is a believer in Jesus, is born again, right? And born again has a lot. There's just a lot there. They are a good tree. If you're born again, you're a good tree. Hey, Scott. Maybe, maybe like, like uh, uh, Mike Satmire said, he said, tell yourself, Right? Tell yourself, you're a good tree. Yeah, but. No, yeah, buts. No, yeah, buts. You are a good tree. Now, you may have some wild, you know, little branches and stuff like that. But your Heavenly Father loves you so much that He's going to prune those away. He's not mad at you. He is for you. And ultimately for his kingdom. Amen. So you are a good tree because you're God's tree. You're born of him. Your genetics are good. Now. The fruit born from us is good fruit. Because a bad tree bears bad fruit and a good tree bears good fruit. Now, I don't really quite understand it, but if there is a wild branch that's just not bearing much fruit, or perhaps the fruit is not up to standards. He just cut it off. Just cut it off. And you know what? We've got to not miss that. <laughs> it's like, oh man, I missed that branch. We need to be saying, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, the vine dresser, desires that there be more, better, and long-lasting, good fruit. Not because he's disgusted with us or has it out for us, but that he loves us. 
And this, I think, is a critical aspect. He loves all the ones who will benefit when they partake of and experience the fruit we bear. See, he looks beyond. He looks beyond, and I believe he wants to train us to look beyond. He wants us to look beyond ourselves to the bigger picture, to the bigger story, the story that that spans eternity past all the way through eternity future. Sometimes we get so short-sighted and our life becomes all about us and the least little thing is huge. He wants us to see, I believe, the bigger picture. And I believe it will change our motivation. It will also change how we feel about our little bad branches being pruned. Two things. It is for the greater good. It is also for our good individually. And it's because he loves us. He's going to train us to follow that trellis. To follow his spirit, to follow his methods, to follow his structure. Yes, God is structured. Who, 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 how could he create a universe like this if he were not structured in some way? But I'm glad he was flexible enough to send Jesus. Anyway. So you look at these trellises, and I want you, every time you see a grape trellis, and there are more and more of them, I want you to think about the Father's work in us and how we are His branches bearing His fruit. I want to read that one sentence again. And He loves all the ones who will benefit when we partake of and experience the fruit when they partake of and experience the fruit we bear or produce. So he proves us. And Jesus said it this way. This is John 15, 1 through 5. I know many of you are surprised that I chose that. Uh, 15, verse 1. I am the real vine. And my father is the farmer. He cuts off every branch of me. Wow. I, I, I like the way Eugene Peterson personalizes it there. Has Jesus speaking in that way? He cuts off every branch of me, of me, that doesn't bear grapes. And every branch that is grape bearing, he prunes back so it will bear even more. You are already pruned back by the message I have spoken. I think that is amazing. Live in me. Make your home in me just as I do in you. In the same way that a branch can't bear grapes by itself, but only by being joined to the vine. You can't bear fruit unless you are joined with me. And so that's where born again happens. Right? We become a part of, we are connected to him. As his children, there's so many beautiful pictures of being a believer, being born again, being a part of his family, being part of the church, all of that. And how the connectedness 
to the Father through Jesus or to Jesus or to the Holy Spirit or just to God in general is our life. It's our identity. It's our life. And it's our growth. And so we grow. And so he guides and he prunes and he trains us to be more and more like Jesus. So, we're born again of him. Our very life comes from him. Our growth is rooted in our relationship with him. Amen? So, it's all dependent on Jesus. We just, you know, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. And not just when you get mad and say, Jesus, Holy Christ. <laughs> that's for some of you Catholics. That, that, that's a standard kind of Catholic. Jesus, Holy Christ. Like, oh, but, you know, calling on the right name, right? Live in me. Make your home in me just as I do in you. And that's a beautiful picture because one time I preached a sermon years ago. I've been at this too long. Years ago, <laughs> um, can I hear an amen? No, uh, just kidding. Um, like, where does Jesus live? Where is it? Well, who, who lives in whom? Well, it's a little complicated because he lives in us and we live in him and we're seated in heavenly places and he is on the earth and he, right, is he, he is all and in all. He is, I mean, we can just go on and on. And it's like, if you have a real linear mind, or you think, really, it's going to just blow it. You're going to short circuit. Because you're not going to be able to make it all make sense. We have to, right? We just have to receive it by faith and walk in it, right? And grow in it. Okay, that's a little aside. No charge for that. But here's the critical part. I am the vine. You are the branches. When you're joined with me and I with you, the relation, intimate and organic, the harvest is sure to be abundant. Oh, is that not good? When you're joined with me and I with you, the relation, intimate and organic, the harvest is sure to be abundant. Separated, you can't produce a thing. <laughs> yeah. So, perhaps in your past you've heard, like, your fruit is the people who are saved by your ministry. I can't find that. I can't find that. But here's what I do find. Galatians five nineteen through 23. Now, the deeds of the flesh are... Evident, which are immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmities, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, disputes, dissensions, factions, envying, drunkenness, wow, carousing, and things like these, of which I forewarn you, just as I have forewarned you, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Well, wow. I can find several things on that list. <laughs> oh, 
you know, that happens sometimes. I don't practice them, you know, like I'm going to rehearse getting really ticked off. You know, I, 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 you know right? I'm not going to do that. But it may happen occasionally. And you know what? I think God loves us so much that if that little branch is sticking out, he's going to whack it off. He's going to whack it off. And we've got to let him. Right? We need to let him. He's promising that he's going to take those things away because we have a different DNA. And so these are things somewhere from our past or habit patterns or something, but they're not our newborn identity. Are you with me? So you can't say, which I'm kind of glad, you can't just say, well, that's just who I am. <laughs> because it's not. You may behave like that occasionally, but it's it's a it's a it's a branch that the, the vine dresser will cut off. And you know what? This is, should be a hope for us, right? When they see these behaviors, we can say, "Hey, God." My father, my vine dresser, would you kindly cut that off? Because I've tried. I've tried to make it grow right. I've tried to make it go the right way. I've tried to make it bear good fruit, but it won't do it. It won't bear any fruit. Except perhaps some repercussions in relationship. So the vine dresser will... Help you, not by changing that branch, but by cutting it off. And so, say goodbye. Just say goodbye. Amen? Now, that begs the question, as Tom Munger would say. <laughs> That begs the question, well, what is the kingdom? Does that mean, and maybe some of you have somehow adopted this concept and this understanding, that does that mean that I won't go to heaven? Thank you. No. That does not mean that. But, if you want to live in the kingdom now, and enjoy all of its benefits, then be connected to the vine. Allow the vine dresser to cut off the garbage and walk in the newness of life that he has designed for you and given you the power by the Holy Spirit to walk in. Now, sometimes that little thing gets cut off and... Just imagine this. And I see it over there in the pile. Now, what's going to happen? That pile's going to get burned up, right? right? Just burn that sucker up. Ashes. And it's like, hey, Lord, hold on just a minute. I kind of liked that branch. Our heart needs to be transformed, just like Joey says, 
And it is transformed, but we need to listen to the new heart. And when, and to look at that and have Father's heart and realize that that is not a good branch. And to say, say goodbye. But what is? I'm going to get there. But the fruit of the Spirit, in contrast, the fruit of the Spirit, that which results from being connected to Jesus, led by His Spirit. Because what does it say? Those who are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Or you could say, those who are sons of God are led by the Spirit of God. Is that okay? You can fire me if you want. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy. You can see it now. It's running the trellis. It's running the trellis. Oh, man, it's got some serious, what do you call those? Clusters of grapes on there. Ooh, they're good. They're going to make some good wine someday. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Or you can eat them just fresh, which is great. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace. Keep me on the trellis. Patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness. Now, before I read the rest of them, I want us to think about how many of those things are for you and how many of those things are for the people that are in relationship with you. Yeah. I'm so good to myself. (laughs) Yeah, you join peace. But you know what? That is a gift to somebody because if you don't have that and you walk into a situation and you're just a horse's patootie. It's for them, too. You know what I'm saying? I mean, just saying. It's love. It's joy. It's peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, which I'm still working on that one. Self-control. Against such there is no law. You just keep growing on that trellis. You go and you grow and you grow. And if something springs up that's not right, the vine dresser, our Heavenly Father, is going to whack it off. Don't go back to the pile. Amen. So here's John 15, 16 and 17 on down from the first passage we read. This is in the message as well. Jesus speaking. You didn't choose me, remember, I chose you and put you in the world to bear fruit, fruit that won't spoil as fruit bearers or that remains as fruit bearers. Whatever you ask the father in relation to me, he gives you. If you ask it. In relation to this trellis of God, this direction of God, this heart of God, this purpose of God, he'll answer it. We got a lot. We could go into James and talk about how we ask and what we ask and why we don't get it and stuff like that. 
But if we're connected and we're asking according to his design and direction, he gives it to you. But remember the root command, verse 17. Say it with me. Love one another. Pruning, not punitive, productive. Amen? Let's pray. Lord, we are grateful that you, you love us more than we can ever imagine. That you've proven it, that you've provided the way back home. That we couldn't earn it. But you gave it. And so, Lord, we surrender ourselves to you. And we ask and give full permission to whack off the stuff that doesn't please you. That doesn't represent you. That doesn't look like you. That we may grow in such a way that it would accomplish your purposes and that the fruit we bear would be good fruit. And that it would remain, that it would be steadfast, that it would produce the things that you would desire. Lord, help us to look beyond ourselves to those for whom you died. And gave the same opportunity. Awaken us. To your kingdom. To your world. To your hope and to your purposes. We ask these things in the name of your precious son, Jesus the Christ. Amen. And amen.